Blog Talk Radio.
Greetings, divine, all blessed, peace and love, joy and prosperity. Welcome to yet another edition of Revolutionary Voodoo, New Orleans Voodoo Secrets and Recipes, here on Blog Talk Radio. Please be patient with me, YouTube Live. I'm having just a little bit of problem with the streaming on YouTube Live, so please just allow a moment for YouTube Live to catch up to where we are here on Block Talk Radio. All is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veil, for it is all just an illusion and a test of one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, reiteration, and it is my ever-living reality. It is critical and crucial to the very foundation of my being, my understanding, my walk, my work, my demonstration along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. And it is the place from where I begin and end all my endeavors. All is truly and indeed a blessing. Thank you so much for being present here with me again for another revolutionary hoodoo, New Orleans hoodoo secrets and recipes. I, I know I haven't been here regularly, but as I've told you before, when I'm not here with you live doing the podcast, I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work of the voodoo, or I am doing the work of Hollywood South, and I am filming and documenting here in the city of New Orleans, Louisiana. Unfortunately, I cannot say a whole lot. I'm, I don't have the money to be sued. I'm not prepared to put myself in a position to be sued by anyone. So I can't really say in a whole lot of detail what we're working on, when it's coming. Just know it's coming. Just know I get booked. Hollywood South, all is truly and indeed a blessing in this beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. I will say that it's an important project. Um, it's a historic project, and I take great honor in being a part of this, this coming project, of which all of you will have access to uh, in the coming, coming months. Um, some of you may already know, just a little research, a little understanding, you might have some idea what's being filmed here in the city. Uh, but it's not for me to say and <laughs> put myself in a position to get in trouble with my, my superiors in any way for leaking this project. Uh, but it's phenomenal, and I'm truly honored, humbled, grateful to be a part of it. Uh, I will be, indeed, a part of many more projects in the coming weeks. Uh, so Carnival, Mardi Gras season is, is right upon us. Many of you know this is already a really overwhelming season for me in terms of timing and scheduling. I don't advise anyone to just show up at my door. I don't advise anyone to just show up in town and expect to have a, a meeting with me, uh, particularly right now during Mardi Gras season. Um, it, it's just not going to be possible. Uh, I invite you to email me your comments, requests, questions to Divine Prince with two eyes divine, D-I-P-I-N-E, Prince, P-R-I-N-C-E, at houseofthedivineprince.com. I'll be more than happy to respond to you 
um, as time and, and scheduling, and of course, as your request um, would, would seek and would allow. This is revolutionary voodoo. I would even like to say it's a revival of revolutionary voodoo. Because when we look at the, the root of voodoo in the Americas, Eshu in the Americas, Legba in the Americas, Yoruba, Ifa, Ewe in the Americas, we have to go back to the Middle Passage. We must go back to the Haitian Revolution. We must go back to the root in which these traditions have been transplanted here in the Americas. And remember that this is about revival. This is about salvation. This is about saving ourselves from oppression, from white supremacy, from toxic residue of, of Western society and Western culture that has distanced us from nature. For indeed, without nature, there can be no voodoo. Voodoo is nature. Um, some of you are doing your, your crystal work right now, and I applaud you in stepping into that lane, particularly in this present dispensation uh, in, in our country, in the world, in this present time when we all need a little extra help, a little extra defense. Uh, some of you are thinking about your body and, and what you're taking in. And indeed, I was taught by my elders, bullshit in, bullshit out. So we're not looking at what we're eating, what we're drinking, how much water we're getting in, how much exercise that we're taking. Then, indeed, we're putting extra pressure on our body to function as a tool to allow in higher vibration, spiritual vibration, mental clarity, spiritual fluidity, if you will. It's more than burning a candle. It's more than owning a deck of tarot cards. It's more than having a pretty piece of crystal, but not knowing how to operate in that, how, how to utilize that each and every day, particularly when we're up against the challenge. It is indeed when I'm in the challenge that I reach for my stones. Indeed, when I'm in the challenge that I rely on that, which I know fosters me, holds me up, supports me, uh, and that is indeed the ancestors and the works of the ancestors, which today we call hoodoo, we call voodoo, we call rootwork, we call conjure, we, we call obia. And so we exist, as I've said many times on this show, in a multidimensional lane, intradimensional lane, interdimensional lane, for which we as humans have a unique opportunity to operate in, unlike anything else in creation that we presently know of. We have the opportunity to be both physical and spiritual, both carnal and material, but also divine and energy. We are indeed a great more energy than we are anything. And I stand on my, uh, my consistency of energy, no matter the storm, no matter who comes and who goes, no matter what challenges are brought forward, I stand on my consistency. I stand on my, be, my ability to be able to root myself in what I know and what I understand. 
in order to provide not only protection, but also projection, projection into the next space, into the next activity, into the next opportunity. It's often said you have to be prepared, you have to do your homework to be able to be at the crossroads, to meet the opportunity, to be present for the opportunity when it presents itself. In the crossroads is not the time then to do your homework. It's not the time then to be prayed up. It's not the time then to be uh, uh, rooted up with your ancestors and with the forces and the powers and spirits that many of us in this spectrum like to say that we stand on, that we rely on, that we acknowledge. And I invite you in my live YouTube audience to type your questions, comments, and requests in capital letters so that I can see them uh, clearly from this angle and separate them from your beloved greetings and salutations. All is truly and indeed a blessing. This is a time to be more than prepared. Many of you know what's happening in our politics. Many of you know what's happening in our government. Many of you know what's happening in terms of our, our economy and the true state and nature of our economy, the true state and nature of our communities, our neighborhoods. And, and it's time for those who are already at the grassroots level, already putting in the work, already securing the foundation, already fertilizing the soil to reap some of their benefits. And, and 2020 is a time to reap. 2020 is a time for reaping and receiving that which has been laid down. Now, that didn't suggest that it's too late. It's not too late to get in, get in lane, get in order, find your center, find your balance, because indeed the storms will come. I've had storms come and go already in, in 2020, already on the backside of me, and already moving forward into the next blessing, <laughs> into the next opportunity. So we can't spend a whole lot of time in battle. And, and some of you are addicted to the battle, addicted to the frenemies and the haters and the backbiting because we see it in your posts. We see it on IG. We see it in Facebook. We, we see it in Twitter. And, and some of you are addicted to the battle. And so you, what energy do you have to address your dream, to address your goals, to address, to address your foresight, your forward motives, if all of your energy is going into, into the battle. I'm in battle with no one today but myself. I'm in battle with no one but my ability to move beyond my own comfort zone, my own space into that which is being already being laid, already being prepared, for me and those who are with me, respect to voodoo, team Blackhawk voodoo. So this is the time under, under the power and authority and the, and the influence of, of Eyal. Oh, yeah. Under the power and authority and influence of Awo Shango, this is the time. This is the time to gather that fire to gather that energy right right here 
And if your chakras are blocked up, stopped up, not in alignment, not in order, then this flame must move, must seek its level. And those areas have to be purified, have to be cleansed, have to be opened up. Don't fear energy. Don't fear emotion. Don't fear the opportunity to sort of step into the crossroads, the abyss, for your own well-being, for your own strength, for your own empowerment. Your ancestors are there to back you, support you, to hold you up. My godmother, uh, one of my many godmothers, uh, may she rest in a room, EI used to say, baby, you only getting by on your ancestors. All of your talk of seven African powers and dark powers and dark spirits and light powers and Orisha and Loa and foolishness and trickery, many are only getting by on their ancestors and the, and the goodwill of your ancestors. Not that you've shown up for them in the most appropriate ways at the most appropriate time, but because they're in your DNA. They're already in your blood. And we cannot be separated from them. I often tell my clients, and particularly those of you amongst this audience who had a reading with me, um, God and destiny speaks in a soft, still voice. It won't argue with you. It won't debate with you. It won't shout over you. It won't say, hey, listen to me. God doesn't operate that way. The goddess doesn't operate that way. Requiring us to be still, to be quiet, to be meditative. Greetings, um, Marcus. Um, uh, what do you, what's your, your YouTube name? Uh, the Marcus Art. <laughs> Greetings. And I reference you right now because my artisans understand this. My instrument players and my musicians and, 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 and creators understand this, that you have to get quiet and that waking up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning for no apparent reason when you know you're on a schedule and you know you got somewhere to be is your ancestors and God and destiny asking you to pay attention, to listen, to, to tune in, not to fully wake up and, and, and engage and move about the house and just to sit up and listen and then take notes. If you're not journaling, if you're not keeping a book, if you're not keeping an ongoing dialogue with spirit somewhere where you can record it, document it, and remember it, you're losing a lot of that information. You're also losing a lot of the, the proof that you would otherwise have of your own connection to spirit because you're not writing down your dreams. You're not documenting your visions. You're not incorporating what you're learning, what you're studying, what you're reading into that manuscript for comparison. I've written things, and, and years later, months later, swore someone else wrote it. Could, couldn't even understand where that information, that material came from. And often when you're in emotional transition, your vision will also turn in quite a similar fashion. When you're down when you're depressed, when you're under stress, when you're negative and your inner world is negative, 
you will then view your world through a very narrow spectrum, just through a very narrow prism, and it can literally change how you see reality, how you view reality, how you internalize truth. So sometimes you've got to fake it till you make it. Sometimes you've got to say all is a blessing rather than say something negative, rather than to affirm something vibrationally out of your mouth and, and release that into the universe where it is obligated to come back, to come back manifest. It's obligated. So what we put out there, what we project out there, what you truly believe to be true, if, if your fear is that all is against you, all indeed is and will be. If you believe that everyone is out to get you, everyone absolutely is and, and will be. Not that they are somehow party to that, but you're now capturing that energy. And it must come back to you. It cannot come back to you void. That is a divine law. But we only send up those things. We only speak those things that we want to be a part of our reality. Even in the the hearing of other folks' drama can attach itself to you. That's why people have often said that gossip is so dangerous, it's so toxic, it's so wicked. I greet each and every one of you both individually and collectively. It is for you that I'm here today. It is for those who sent a donation. It is for those who sent an email and said that I miss you being on air. I want you to do a live broadcast. It is for you that I'm here. I'm not here to hear the sound of my own voice. I'm not here to talk, you know, just to entertain myself. I'm here for you. And each and every one of you know exactly who you are. If you send an email, you know exactly who you are. If you send a message, you know exactly who you are. If you send a donation today or yesterday, you know exactly who you are. And it's for you that I'm here. My team will tell you my schedule won't allow for this. <laughs> I should be soaring and beating and sequencing right now. I should be resting up for the next early set call right now. I should be helping Miss Gloria in the new garden. If you haven't seen the new garden and Claiborne and Dumaine, you have got to find your way to Miss Gloria's garden. Our community garden is looking so wonderful in its new location. One monkey don't stop no show. And now we have a new location, even better than before, even more beautiful than before, even more interactive than before. And the garden is open to adults, children, schools, groups, organizations, people who want to learn about edible foods, how to, how to grow renewable fuels, how to contain and, and, and access uh, rainwater, which the House of Divine Prince is now a part of. We are now part of the WaterWise barrel project so we can capture 100 gallons of water in a good rain. Just envision you know your average gallon size you know distilled water bottle you know imagine 100 of those and of course I can't cook with it or or drink with it I don't quite have the filtration for that yet Uh, but I can do everything else with it. and greatly reduce not only your water bill, but also the amount of runoff, which is a major problem here in historic Tremaine. 
uh, because it leads to flooding, and that flooding over time erodes the foundation uh, of these old uh, historic housing. Uh, so I'm grateful and happy to be a part of that um, and be able to harvest uh, that much water uh, in, in my own community, you know, and help to provide something that is beneficial to not just myself, uh, but my neighbors and my community. There's so much work um, for us to do. People, I invite you to be a part of that work. I invite you to come by. I invite you to see for yourself. I invite you to establish uh, appointments with both myself and Team Black Hawk Voodoo and Miss Glorious Garden and Tremay Coffee House and, and, and Al Jackson and, and the Petite Jazz Museum and many of the other organizations that are operating here in our community uh, to provide a better way for, for each and every one of us, but also to keep the history and the tradition present. And this is something you can do in, in your city. This is something you can do wherever you live. Get out, meet your neighbors, meet the businesses in your community, be more interactive, be more involved at the community level, at the grassroots level. All is truly and indeed a blessing. Thank you so much, Kiona. All is a blessing. I'm certainly grateful for your support as well as your help here in terms of monitoring and, and helping me maintain live chat uh, when I'm doing the live chat broadcast. I certainly do appreciate your assistance for that. Thank you so much, um, by Marcus Art, Joshua Nyland Tanner, um, Ancestor Voodoo. Thank you so much for coming by him downstairs. Thank you so much for your help. Yeah, I see the buffering. I had a buffering issue from the very beginning of the show. Um, I actually uh, reloaded the entire page thinking that I would be able to fix that problem or correct it. Um, it seems to be clearing up on my end, um, but maybe it's still affecting you on, on your end. Ancestral Voodoo asked, would I please share any foods that would help the body detox that are cheap and available? Uh, that's a great, a great question. Now, first, in terms of detox, there are things that you probably already know that you should not be eating. Um, white cane sugar, um, a whole lot of meat, um, uh, and of course, processed foods, prepackaged free foods, and even to some degree, um, you should be very careful about even fast food and eating out in terms of detox. And then in terms of what you should be consuming, uh, dark fruit is what I was advised to consume, um, your blackberries and black cherries, and you even have some uh, fruits uh, that are available now uh, that have a darker purple uh, nature to them that weren't widely available to us a few decades back. So you might want to look at that. You also want to consume more green leafy vegetables. Um, I try to do a good job of getting my kale and my spinach. I primarily only eat kale and spinach. I don't much eat any other form of lettuce uh, or green leafy vegetable um, that's light in color. Um, maybe red cabbage, you know, but I, I primarily like 
spinach and um, and kale, and 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 even spirulina, seaweed is also um, a good choice. Of course, water, more fluids, um, clean liquid fluids in your body, um, in terms of of detoxing. And one thing that people might not consider is working with crystal. Working with crystal and mineral can also help you in terms of detoxing at the light level, understanding that our, our molecules and our atoms are all just vibrating light, a degree of water and, and a degree of other nutrients sort of floating around in that, that ocean of material. Um, so I, I invite you getting adequate sunlight, adequate moonlight in terms of of detoxing, and of course, if you're not eliminating cleanly, regularly, at least once a day, some people can get their systems well enough to where they're eliminating every meal. It's another way of, of helping to detox the body. And hematite, hematite in terms of minerals, stones, crystals, it's also another good stone to work with when dealing with the blood, cleansing, detoxing, hematite. Uh, hematite sort of has a metallic appearance, but if you drug this across the sidewalk or across a porcelain plate, it will leave a red copper oil, tr- copper ore trail. And I also um, suggest wearing copper. If you keep your copper, solid copper, well cleansed, and I like to clean my my uh, my copper, and keep it well clean, um, it'll shine like rose gold. But it will turn over time as your body releases certain impurities. Uh, in the heat of the summer, you find that your copper will turn um, a great deal more, and when you're under stress. Um, that is a manifestation of, of malachite. When water comes in contact with, with copper or copper starts to get that green corrosion, that's absolutely the presence of malachite forming through, through the copper. But it is a way of also pulling toxins out of your body. It's another great way uh, to detoxify. Uh, please give me... Um, couple of more questions. I'm going to have to run um, soon. I do have some other things that I need to attend to today, and I, I believe I have some people who are in town um, today who are waiting to see me. So um, Ancestral Voodoo, I hope I covered your question and gave you adequate response to food and, and detoxing. You can also send me um, an email at divineprince at houseofthedivineprince.com, and I'll be more than happy to be more specific, more personalized, more individualized um, to you, your diet, your requirements, as we look at that. Um, I myself right now am actually trying to gain weight. Um, Many of you know I'm a, a diabetic, and so you urinate out a great deal of your nutrients um, as a diabetic. Uh, that's why diabetics get up and 
pee so many times in the night, and you're losing calories and, and nutrients at the, at the same time. So I'm losing muscle and fat where I really need to be gaining healthy muscle and, and healthy fat. Uh, so I'm real sensitive right now to what I eat, how much I eat. Um, I could be more attentive to uh, exercise and actually uh, getting out and, and being more physical. Um, but often, uh, as many people, you find some scheduling excuse sort of not to make that happen. And so often for me, um, business gets in the way. How you talk, greetings to you as well, beloved. Um, the question is, what would I advise to those who desire to be more active in the ATR community and participate in ceremonies but do not have any ATR communities near them? Um, okay, that's a great and interesting question. Um, first, implied in the question is sort of create them, make them happen where you are. Uh, it, it could be as simple as starting a, a drum circle in your town, in your community. Um, before Hurricane Katrina, I had a very active drum circle, uh, Lakeisha Simpson and I, um, and Israel and a few other people uptown. Um, at the river behind uh, the zoo in Ottoman Park, many of you know the river has just been overwhelmingly high. And so we actually haven't been able to access that ledge um, in many years now since the river uh, has been so elevated. But we had a drum circle then. Um, this is before me linking up with Congo Square Preservation Society. This is before the regular gatherings, you know, on Sundays at, at Congo Square. Um, and we did it because we were all we knew in terms of ATR, in terms of voodoo, in terms of community. Uh, I lived in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, for a few years in the late 90s um, and had an opportunity to connect with non-voodoo-oriented people, but connected with the Muslims in my town, the black stores in my town, the, the community organizations within my town. Uh, so you have to be willing to go out and meet people. You have to be going to be willing to go out and do some of the work. Um, fortunately, the internet has made a great deal of that easier um, in that we can make contact, make connection with people uh, virtually anywhere in the world who has internet access, uh, internet services. So be willing to step outside your comfort zone. Be willing to leave your house. Be, be willing to, you know, conjure up your ancestors and, and, and follow, you know, their guidance, their direction, their protection, and, and take on responsibility, take on stewardship for something in your community that needs attention, that's going ignored, that's going neglected, that, that's not being uh, fed and become the person in your community that does that. And then bring that back to your virtual community. Bring that back to us here um, and, and allow us to help you to promote and, and to carry uh, that forward, that information forward. Um, okay, Keon, are you talking about right before you? Greetings. Uh, the, I think the question is what 
Voodoo stores. Okay, first of all, there are no Voodoo stores in America because we speak English in America. Uh, to find a, a, a Voodoo store with a U in it, you'd have to go to Haiti, you'd have to go to Togo, you'd have to go to Benin. Um, we spell Voodoo with four O's in it <laughs> in America. Uh, and even in Africa, uh, in West Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, they, unless they speak French, they spell voodoo with four O's. Um, in terms of finding um, a store, um, there's only one, but, but I can't speak to when it's open. That, that's Mama um, Caramel. Um, when it's open or when she's available. Um, she's been quite ill. I don't know who's um, manning the store. She shares a block with me. So if you can find me, you can find her store. Um, but that's the only uh, Haitian, uh, French, Creole-speaking voodoo shop in the city of New Orleans. All the others are American-based shops or West African based or Haitian based, but 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 they're they're English speaking. <clears throat> Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you all showing up with me here at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time. I appreciate your questions, your comments, your participation, your activity. Divine all blessings, peace and love, joy and prosperity to each and every one of you moving forward. I look forward to connecting with you here again in the future. All is truly and indeed a blessing. Love my New Orleans. Respect the voodoo. Voodoo worldwide. Ancestors see all. That was intentional because I can't do these forever shows anymore. I can't. I appreciate you all when you're participating. I appreciate you all when you are asking questions and comments. I appreciate you all when you are showing up. But, man, I've got so much on my plate to move this voodoo ministry forward. And so I'm probably going to do 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, you know, and and then I'm just going to have to move forward. All is truly indeed a blessing. I appreciate all of your energy, all of your time, all of your ashe, aibobo. Until next time, aibobo.